Welcome to Rock Your Brain, Rock Your Life, the only podcast hosted by a high-achieving tech leader and certified coach that teaches you how to use proven cognitive tools to rewire your brain so you work 10 to 20% less while crushing your goals. And you'll do this in 180 days. Hi, I'm Sarah. After decades of frantically overworking, never believing I could achieve big goals in my life and feeling constantly anxious, overwhelmed, and burnt out daily at work, I finally figured work out. I learned how to work less while identifying and nailing goals I never thought possible. I learned how to feel calm, confident, and a sense of ease at work. So if you're a high achiever who wants to achieve big goals, but doesn't even think it's possible unless you work a gajillion hours, or doesn't even think big goals are possible in any way, shape, or form, this podcast is for you. I keep it simple. You'll learn the neuroscience-based cognitive tools I and my clients use daily to work less while achieving more than they ever imagined. Quick side note, you'll run the risk of being passionately in love with your career. I love the fact that we're like starting the podcast and we've been chatting before and here we are. Christina, it's so great to have you on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh. You're just an amazing rock star in the Rockstar program. And I can't, 90 days, here we are yeah. at 90 days. Yeah. Let's dive in. Let's share with our listeners and with our viewers, just kind of what's happened in the last 90 days. Okay. Let's, let's just it. dive in and have a super fun conversation. All right. Maybe we just start with, I don't know, something like, why did you decide to start coaching? Tell us yeah. a little bit about the history, yeah. how you came to the Rockstar program, how you came to find me. And most importantly, why? Why did you start coaching? Yeah, absolutely. Really oh, good questions. Yeah. So I had been following, you know, some po similar podcasts for maybe a year and a half, and they were very mind altering for me. Mm. Um, my mind was already blown on just the possibilities and what I never knew was possible and, and the idea of thought work. So I, I'd also done some brain retraining programs in the past and had gotten a lot out of those. And I felt like I was at this place where I was listening a lot to the podcast, but I was not doing my own work. And I knew mm -hmm. that I had gotten to this place that if I want to move to that next level, I need coaching mm -hmm. because I'm kind of understanding some of those concepts, but I don't know how to personally apply them to my life in any situation. So I was last fall, I was in a meeting at work. Um, I work for a tech company and I was at a meeting at work and I got majorly triggered in the middle of this meeting, like so triggered. I felt like I was disassociating practically. <laughs> um, and I was like, you know what? This is not okay. I need a coach. <laughs> Something just happened. I need a coach. Right. So, um, I, I started Googling, I think I went to the life coach school and was looking at different coaches. Um, and I saw, I think one of your, you know, so ads or whatever it was that you, that you specifically focus on women in tech. And I was like, mm -hmm. that is for me. Um, mm -hmm. that's what I want. I'm a woman in tech and I knew that you would have that framework, um, uh, of working through the thoughts and the emotions and the, the actions, but also coming from that place of, I know what it's like to be in tech. I know what it's like to yeah. be a woman. And that was hugely important for me. So that's, that's why awesome. I came to you. That's a little bit about my yeah. history and it's been huge. Yeah. That's so awesome. 
um, what specifically, I remember our first conversation, but I, I want you to share with our audience, what did you want to accomplish when you came to coaching? I know you wanted to like kind of manage your mind in meetings yeah. and at work, but you know, yeah. anything else? Well, I know that the first, so the first month that I joined the, joined the cohort, we started talking about unthinkable goals. Um, and I don't know if this is what you're referring to, but this is the first time that I had actually intentionally set an unthinkable goal, uh, which is so funny because I'm pretty type A, I'm pretty driven, but I've always been very goal resistant and very like, I'm just going to drive hard and wherever that takes me, it takes me. So this mm -hmm. was the first time that I actually sat down and said, I'm going to make a goal. And my mm -hmm. goal was around money. And I wanted to make mm -hmm. a certain amount of money by the end of 2022. Mm -hmm. And I sort of pulled this number out of the air, um, <laughs> <laughs> which is so funny. Let me tell you something. I pulled my last year's number out of the air and I nailed it. I pulled 2022's number out of the air and it's April and I've nailed it. It's so crazy. It's okay. You could pull stuff out of the air. <laughs> And you put your brain to work and next thing you know, you've fucking done it. Yeah. So yes. It's, it's it's amazing. Like, and I've heard yes. you say that recently too. And it's, I was like, I just pulled my number out of the air too. <laughs> What's going on with this? But I did. It was something where I knew that I knew that it was achievable, but it was also a stretch, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so that was the number that I chose and I kind of got working on the thought, you know, my thoughts and my feelings and my actions around it. And very, very quickly, I had an opportunity before me that could have helped me kind of achieve that goal very, very quickly. Yeah. Um, I've since then decided not to take that role and I'm, yeah. I'm super happy for the reasons that I've chosen. And that's been part yeah. of my process with you the last couple of months. Yes. And I, I've actually loved that. I feel more confident in where I'm at than even I was before. Um, but from a place of even greater understanding about what I want. Yeah. Um, so That's it's interesting. Like, I think what I've learned in setting the goals is it's about the goal, but it's not about the goal. Nope. <laughs> it's about growing into the next version of yourself. And the worst thing that's going to happen is a feeling. So yeah. let's talk about the one limiting, the one big, huge shift you've made in your life, the big belief you've dropped right? Gone. And that you've really shifted this limiting belief and how much it's changed your life. Tell our audience about that. Yeah. So one thing that comes to mind, even in this journey of wanting to reach my unthinkable goal of making X amount of dollars um, by the end of this year is I think in my mind, I thought that that was going to require me to work harder and longer. Mm -hmm. And because of that, I hadn't, I, I hadn't personally taken steps in the past towards achieving, making more money because I thought it was going to cost me everything. I yeah. have a family, I have children, you know, I've got other things that I enjoy doing. And I, I felt like it was just at the end of the day going to kill me or my whole life was going to be consumed with this. And I wouldn't have anything else to show mm -hmm. for it except money. So, um, although money has always been important to me, I just didn't feel like I could do both. I didn't think yeah. I could do both. Totally. Yeah. It was like now an I either or, not an It was and. an either or. Exactly. Yeah. It was an either yeah. or, not a both and. And although I had seen women who had kids who had done these things, but I didn't, you know, I thought either they just were lucky or were at the right place at the right time or, mm -hmm. or maybe they didn't really have work-life balance. Maybe there really were big sacrifices. Yeah. Um, and whether it's your unthinkable goal or anything else, what I love about what you shared is the skill you've learned is how to feel your feelings. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about yeah. where you were, the limiting belief you had about that, because everything in life, whether it's that unthinkable goal that you talked about, making more money, work-life balance, like 
just showing mm-hmm. up, feeling ease in life. It's all about feeling your feelings. So share your journey around where you were 90 days ago, <laughs> <laughs> the belief about those pesky feelings and where you are now. Oh Cheers. my gosh. Just this is, this is literally, my husband will thank you, Sarah. Like he will really thank you <laughs> that I've started moving into feeling my feelings. I think he mm. uh, has definitely thought that I've, I, you know, like to be more robotic and yes. just keep a strong face. Um, but part of that for me has to do with my history, my background. So when I was a teenager, um, I just struggled with depression and anxiety and that really spiraled into a downward you know, depression. And since then, really, I have um, avoided negative feelings because I've been afraid Mm -hmm. that I won't be able to get out of them. Because when I was younger, I did not have the tools to come out of those feelings. Um, I even remember a few years ago, remember that movie Inside Out? Yes, I love that. It taught (laughs) me my feelings. I was like, this is great. I still don't know how to fucking, you know, feel them, but this is great. You know what's funny about that? There were parts of that movie that I loved and parts of that movie that I was really uncomfortable with. You know why? Because they had positive feelings and negative feelings. So the feelings of sadness, I remember watching that movie and afterwards telling my husband, I hate that sadness person. Like I actually hate her. And he was like, you've got work to do. (laughs) I was like, I don't care. I hate her. Maybe say him. I don't even remember. Like, um, but it's so that was years ago, and now like the dots are starting to be connected for me. Like, oh, this is why um, I can feel my feelings, and that my feelings and my emotions are literally vibrations that are running through my body, like on a physiological yeah. level. They're running through my yeah. body, and I can let them pass through. Yes. I don't have to stay there. They might come back, and that was always my fear. Well, they're going to come back, and I won't be able to regain like a sense of control over my emotions, but yeah. I've learned to objectify that emotion, let it pass through my body. And it's okay. Like, yeah, even like a really hard emotion yes. um, in the so past. Good. Oh my gosh. I would just avoid it with buffering or working harder or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I haven't mastered that skill yet, but I'm aware and I'm, I'm practicing it. And all of this is a skill and tell our listeners how that's helped you show up in terms of, you know, you've talked about being more balanced and less afraid and compassion. So tell, tell us the, the result of being able to kind of watch that vibration go through your body. Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with, um, or, or I, I would say part of it for me is, is moving into self-love and self-compassion. Mm-hmm. So I think before, if I'd feel a negative emotion, I'd push it down and then maybe even like beat myself up for feeling that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So being able to objectify it, um, you know, mm. looking at that emotion, even outside of myself yeah. and then having compassion on myself. And, and it's a form of self-love somehow. I don't know how it all <laughs> comes together, totally. but it feels like I'm loving myself through being able to actually feel it instead of just, I pu- I'm pushing it away. I'm pushing it away. I'm just going to continue cracking the whip on yeah. myself. So I think it's helped me move into self-love. Um, yeah. definitely a self-awareness, definitely a self-compassion, um, yeah. and maybe a more balanced human being. Yeah. Well, because you're letting the feelings kind of move through you, right. And then you can mm-hmm. get back to a place of calm versus resisting the feelings and resisting. fighting and feeling anxiety about them. Right. So when we let them vibrate through us, 
we just come back to a place of peace and calm and exactly it's like what's happening is we're all humans and we all have feelings and emotions right and when we resist them we're in essence resisting ourselves we're saying you're bad you're wrong you shouldn't feel this way you're I can't believe you're shame all that things versus like when we allow our bodies just to feel the feeling as just a vibration for 60 seconds through our body. It's, it is love because it's who we are. Like we're, we're having that feeling. So it's like, I'm going to love you sister through yeah. the feelings of fucking heartache or it's sadness okay. or loss. Yeah. And I got you. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. And it's temporary as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to last yeah. forever. I remember the picture that you gave of you're sitting in your car. You said you love cars. You're in your car. You're in this like red convertible and there's fear, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you said something like you're going to put fear in the passenger seat next to you. Yeah. And, and you just say, Hey, fear, let's go for a ride. You know, I'm not yes. just because you're here with me. Doesn't mean I'm stopping. Yes. You know, yes. But buckle your seatbelt up. Cause here yes. we go. Yes. Right. Fear can, like, I'm not afraid of fear. Yeah. You're sitting right here with me. You're you're right next to me. It's only when fear, st- like, keeps you up at night, you know, shows up in all these negative ways in your life that then you got to look at fear and like, okay, how do I need to do more processing of fear, for example? And what I love about the skill that you've learned of feeling your feelings and really shifting that belief is that's how you can go after that unthinkable goal that we just started talking about, right? Mm -hmm. Of like making more money and blowing your mind in terms of how much money you make or work-life balance. Because the worst thing that's ever going to happen is that you just have to feel one of those emotions and you're mastering that skill like a total badass. So that's that's Instead totally of avoiding beautiful. taking risk because of how I might feel if I'm disappointed. Um, yes. And what I was doing before, Sarah, is I was just doing thought swapping, which I didn't realize. Yeah. Mm. So I was bypassing the feeling. I was identifying my thoughts and then quickly trying to create new thoughts. Okay. What's the thought that I want to feel without that middle step of feeling? Yeah. Um, so like give our audience an example. You would go from what thought to what thought? Yeah. So, um, okay. So I go from a thought like, um, the, all these people in the room are smarter than me. So mm. let's say that was my thought. And so out yeah. of that, I would feel um, insecure. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then I wouldn't feel that feeling of insecurity. I would sort of resist it, but then I would be like, go immediately to, um, instead of everybody else in this room is smarter than me, I'd go to, we're all equals, Mm. which is good. That's a good switch, but I didn't take that middle step. You didn't feel it. Like it didn't feel believable. Yeah. 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 That's beautiful. Okay. So Feeling your feelings, huge skill that you've learned, really impacting all different parts of your life. We talked about your unthinkable goal. Talk about other, you know, like you now believe you can, you know, make the money that you want to make. Talk about other kind of results that you've experienced now that you have this skill of feeling your feelings and kind of how it's impacting your life. Yeah, I think that like, it's really interesting because, and I've heard it said before, but I just hadn't practiced it. I'd heard, you know, on podcasts, if you're willing to feel any feeling, um, then, you know, sort of the fear of feeling is removed and you're maybe willing to take more risks um, or Mm. go after your dreams Mm -hmm. um, because you're not afraid of disappointment. If you feel disappointment, you know, you feel disappointment. It's just a vibration, right. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think I, it's interesting. I think I have, I think there's more of a resilience mm. in the risk taking mm-hmm. number one, mm-hmm. but then mm-hmm. also 
this place of knowing what I really want, because I'm more in touch with my emotions. It's interesting. Like as I've been doing the thought work and the work of feeling my feelings, you know, I had an opportunity that came before me and I was able to like clearly think through this opportunity um, Mm -hmm. because I didn't resist my feelings around it in the past. What I probably would have done is take the opportunity, even though it wasn't the best thing for me, either because of fear of missing out or fear of disappointing people. But when I was able to sit down and do my thought downloads every day and feel my feelings, I I was able to like clearly actually make a decision. Um, Yeah. Felt like served me. Um, Yeah. And you like your reasons. Exactly. Exactly. You had your back and it was a big decision. Huge Huge decision. decision It was a really big decision. I mean, a life-changing decision. A life-changing decision. And I'm so confident and happy with the decision that I made, but I used the framework to work through that. And I I just have to say this in case we don't get to this. So one of my favorite (laughs) tools that you taught us in the cohort is is mapping out best case and worst case scenarios Mm -hmm. when we're dealing with uncertainty. Mm -hmm. Huge for me because typically in uncertainty, you know, Mm -hmm. we just, we just kind of lock up and then maybe avoid, or we overwork, whatever it is. Um, but I was able to clearly map out in this particular situation with my job, what is the best case scenario? And I did, I did, you know, my thought framework around those and I felt the feelings. So by the time, you know, the offer came to me, I had already felt all the feelings around it. I had already already chosen how I was going to think and feel no matter what the outcome was. And it was amazing. It was amazing because at the end of the day, you know what I discovered? I'll be happy either way. Yes, exactly. Because happiness is available to every single one of us right now. Because where does happy, where does the feeling, where does the feeling come from? A thought. Our brain. Yeah, exactly. So good. So I determined ahead of time, I will be happy either way. So I can look at these two things right now and actually just objectively know what I want and what I don't want. I'm not thinking that this is going to make me any happier. It certainly isn't. Nope. Um, nope. This also isn't, it's life is 50, 50, like we've talked about and yeah. um, literally uh, I'll be happy either way, but I'm going with this option and I like my reason for it. So great. Yeah. I remember when we did that work in February around uncertainty, so nothing certain, everything is fucking <laughs> uncertain in life. So when you do this work around the worst case, the best case scenario, you feel all the feelings you're like, I got Yep. I remember when we started this work, I was like, I want at the end of the month that we all as a cohort have a belief. Uncertainty is my favorite thing. Yeah. All right. Is uncertainty your favorite thing, Christina? I mean, I can't <laughs> say I'm there yet. You're like, I'm getting there. I'm all getting right. there. <laughs> but I would just say, like to circle back around that really quickly, that yeah. is why I got coaching. That is not something that I could have worked out just listening to a podcast. Like I needed those tools to yeah. actually walk me through my own thoughts in the midst of uncertainty, yeah. in the midst of, you know, decisions to be made and all of my thought drama around it, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. And you and I sitting on the couch, as I like to describe our little Zoom sessions next to each other, looking at a screen of your thoughts thinking, huh, what's serving us in this un- uncertain exactly. scenario at work right now? What's not? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do you have a favorite part of the Rockstar program? And what's it like being in our cohort with all these other badass women? Yeah. Tell our audience. Yeah. You know, I love this group of women. I think my favorite part is that it's this really cool mix of, I feel like Sarah, 
high support and high challenge. Yeah. So I, I definitely feel like it's a culture and environment of unconditional love, non-judgmental, mm. like we bring all of our stuff. Right. Um, yeah. but we don't let each other stay there. Right. Yes. There's also yes. this high challenge environment where we, we know we signed up for this because we yeah. want to move forward in whatever area of our life. Yeah. And, um, it's the, I feel like it's the perfect, um, kind of, uh, greenhouse for growth high support, Ooh. high challenge. And that's what I love about it. You can have high challenge and that, you know, without high support. And I, I just yeah. don't think we get to where we want to be as quickly. Yeah. So yeah, we're all going places. Yeah. Every single one of us in our cohort. I love yeah. that. Okay. Talk about just some big shifts you've experienced in your life through coaching, maybe one or maybe two. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, okay. So we've talked about learning how to feel my feelings. Um, yeah. We've talked about um, kind of me no longer thinking that I have to work extra hours or extra time to make more money. Um, I think in addition to that, big shifts being, gosh, there's so many of them. Okay. We've, I feel like we've hit on a lot of subjects, but I'm going to say this one again, because it's worth repeating. Um, having my back mm. when I make a decision. I think oh. in the past, I would have yeah. so much self-doubt after making a decision and yeah. I would flip-flop back yeah. and forth. Um, yeah. But because I have the ability to feel my feelings, to process it through like a thought framework, and then yeah. to make a decision after I've done that, to like my reasons and like my yeah. decision, but have my back for it. Like I literally yes. I did the work on this decision and I'm going to have my back. Other people don't have to have my, like, regardless of whether I have, if I have any other advocates out there on my behalf, I can be an advocate for me. Right. Yes. And that's yes. enough. Yes. Because if we're dependent that's on what everybody this... else to, you know, to validate us all the time, it's just going to be a roller coaster. And that's so much of what I love about our work is that it's all about, well, what do I believe? What do I feel? What do I want? Yeah. And do I like my reasons yeah. and never shit talking ourselves? Because we could always make another fucking decision yeah. and like our reasons and have our back. That is a skill that is so powerful and so life changing because however we move, how do we move our life forward? Decisions. Mm -hmm. And making decisions exactly. is really fucking hard if you don't have our tools. Yeah. And you know what? Okay. That, you know what that comes down yeah. to really quickly? Permission. I don't know that I ever felt permission to have my own back before. Not that anybody mm. had to give me permission, but now I realized I can give myself permission. Like, yep. you know, which yeah. is a bizarre, you know, but like I can give myself permission. Like I have permission yeah. to have my own back and that's okay. Totally. You have permission to do whatever the fuck you want to do with your life. Yeah. So what goals and dreams are you pursuing now that you never thought were possible? Definitely. Now that you're a part of, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would go back to the, to, to, to the money thing, making more money. Yeah. Like I, yeah. when I started listening to podcasts, something opened up for me that I didn't mm -hmm. realize was possible. I remember this one I was listening to and the person who was, who was speaking on this podcast was like, you know, if I'm talking to you, you're one of those weirdos out there. Right. And I, I was like, yes, yes, exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think like, I think going through coaching has just reinforced it and I see yeah. people who are doing it and yeah. I'm actually able to see the tools now on how to get where I want the thought, you know, the thought work. So I think, um, even more so I feel confident about making more money, increasing my that. income. Yeah. I love that. Tell, tell our listeners why 
Because yeah. we I always talk about, ask that it's always about the why people. Because yes. remember, when we make more money, I'm going to make twice as much money this year. As I'm not going to be happier. Yeah. We're not going to be fucking happier. Yeah. So let's always talk about the yeah. why. Yeah. Yeah. And, and when I was setting my unthinkable goal, I wrote, I wrote down those whys. And the first one Good. was because it's fun. Like I literally exactly. enjoy it. That had never occurred to me before. And that is okay. Right? I, exactly. It is okay that that is one of my reasons that it's literally just fun. Fun. It is. It's super you got to put it's your creative. brain to work. Exactly. You got to put your brain to work and think creatively and put value in the world. How fucking amazing yeah. is that? Yeah. And why love not? It. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Fun was one of them. The other one was options. Like I love having yeah. options and the two are sort of tied together. But for me, yeah that is, it's a great feeling to know that I have options before me. And so that's a big, big one. I want options. Yeah. I want options in life and money can help with that. Christina, I love that you're all about the goal and dream of making more money without working longer hours and harder. What's the belief you're practicing daily to create this reality? Yeah, super good. So the belief that I'm practicing daily to create this and make this a reality is that I am creating value and bringing value every day all around me, whatever, whatever I'm doing, I'm creating value and people will pay me for that. Yes. Right. So people will pay me for the value that I create and bring to their lives. And that's the key. I'm seeking evidence for that every day. I see it all around me. And that's, that's kind of how it's moving me forward. I love that. So you're practicing that belief every day and then you're going and finding evidence and writing it down every day and you're feeling how it feels believable in your body. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because that is so believable and I know it to be true. Yeah. I know that to be true. And I, I believe that for every one of us, for all of us, like we are so uniquely made and we bring value to people all around us and people will pay us for that because they need that in us. Right. Exactly. We're all these unique, incredible beings. And we spend so much time thinking, well, I should be like that person or that person, or why aren't I doing it like that person? It's like, no, like stop the compare game. Like exactly. Where, where am I bringing value? I love that. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. And I think it ro it robs us in some ways when we're looking to bring what somebody else is bringing, like, right. Yeah. So I, who I am here's my, here's my chunk of gold. Would you like a piece of it? And you do give me something in return, but it's like this very, very mutual and equal exchange. That's mutually beneficial. Awesome. Thank you for that. And whether it's money, work-life balance, loving hobbies and not feeling you have to be productive about them, loving your connection with your family, friends, all of it, it all comes back to really anything is possible. Right. When you feel your feelings, you look at your beliefs, you shift belief. You're an incredible woman. I am just so honored to be on this journey with you. Thank you. Sarah. As your coach and guide and advisor, you roll up your sleeves, you do the work. I love you so much. And we're 90 days in and we're just getting fucking started. It's just the beginning. I'm so happy to be with you, Sarah. Thank you for all that you've done. It's a great Ooh. group, great materials. And Let's see what else we can do. Exactly. All right. I love you. Have a beautiful you rest too. of your day, sweetheart. Okay. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. If you're loving what you're learning in this podcast, you have to come and check out the Rockstar program. 
It's my coaching program where we take these neuroscience-based cognitive tools and we use them daily to break through burnout so you can fall passionately in love with your career. So join me over at sarahmoody.com. I would love to have you join me. You can also follow me at Sarah L. Moody on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. I can't wait to see you.